Shannon asked me to give my testimony again and record it. So that's what I'm gonna try to do without an audience. Um, but I really do want to share the testimony because it's an amazing evidence of God's work in my life. And hopefully it will encourage other people who are sick or who are struggling with something. It's also a testimony of the body of Christ. And since our retreat was on living life together, it's just a really strong testimony of how well our body does that. So um, I remember God telling me early on when I got sick, three words and really three promises. He said, I will hold you. I will carry you and I will keep you. And he has certainly done that through these last couple of years. Um, that's what God did. What I did was basically nothing. I just fell on God. I needed him. I had really nothing to offer. Um, it isn't the first time in my life that I've had that I've been in that position, but it's probably the worst or strongest time in my life that I've been in that position. Uh, so that's what God did. That's what I did. And then what the body of Christ did, what you did, especially my friends and the ladies in the church. Um, you prayed for me so much. I can't even remember how many people came to me and said, I'm praying that you will be completely healed. I'm asking God to completely heal you. And you really believed it and knew that God would and had the faith for it, even when I didn't have the faith for it. You asked God for it again and again and again. And um, sometimes I've felt like, I'm the guy on the pallet with the four friends, carrying him, lowering him through the roof, bringing him to the feet of Jesus when he couldn't bring himself. And that's really how I have felt that sometimes I didn't have the faith. Sometimes I didn't really know that God would heal me, but you all did and you continued to pray. And so I believe that my story is also your story. You prayed for me. You also served me so well um, in so many different ways. And everybody knows that. You've seen our body operate like that. You've seen our ladies do that before in other situations. And, you know, Shannon was asking us to share some things that we felt like we did well. I think serving and praying are just two great examples of that. I uh, really appreciate the quilt that some ladies put together for me. It's over my bed. I sleep under it every night. It's a prayer quilt. And I, I just believe that God is answering every prayer that's been lifted up on my behalf. I wanted to give a quick timeline. In the fall of 2019, I started coughing and the cough didn't go away. And, um, by August of 2020, I had a diagnosis. It was a long time to wait. One of my doctors said, if you're not a smoker and you have a cough, you don't think it could be cancer. 
if you smoked, you'd be checking it out immediately. But by August of 2020, I had a diagnosis of stage four lung cancer. I had a six centimeter um, mass in my lung, my right lung. And the, the pathway was to have surgery, but the mass was too large. The tumor was too big. So I had to do some chemo first. And then in January of 2021, I had surgery. They removed two thirds of my right lung and the cancer. They believe they got, the doctor believed he got it all. And I started on um, an oral med called Tegresso that I was gonna take for three years and it was going to contain the cancer and keep me relatively cancer free. But in December, after a year of Tegresso, the scan showed that I had nodules of cancer in both my lungs. And so the, the treatment for it was for me to go back on chemo indefinitely. And I started that in March of 2022 at the retreat, which was like two weeks after my first chemo treatment, um, you all prayed for me. It was an amazing time of prayer. God really showed up. I believe you did amazing work in my body uh, because of those prayers. And in December of 2022, the scan showed I only had one five millimeter nodule, half a centimeter in my lung. By March of 2022, that nodule had not grown. It was still the same. And my doctor said, uh, we don't expect it to shrink. We're taking you off of the chemo drugs that would shrink it, but we are expecting it to stay um, and hoping you know, that it will stay the same. So, um, that's what we're praying now, and who knows? And God may shrink it again, get rid of it entirely. So that's the timeline. I have a few disclaimers. My first disclaimer is that cancer is not all that bad. There are a lot of people who struggle with a lot of things. There are people who struggle with health issues that are worse than what I have. I think people tend to think, oh gosh, cancer is the worst thing. I don't think so. After having it and after seeing other people, it's been very encouraging to me to see even people in our body who struggle with health issues victoriously. That has encouraged me a lot. So number one, cancer is not that bad. Number two, I am not that good that God would choose me and heal me. I am often grumpy, I complain, I don't always have faith, I don't always have quiet time every morning. Um, cancer is sort of a roller coaster. Sometimes you're looking like you're going to be healed, sometimes you're looking like you're going to die. Every scan, I uh, get a little nervous before it, and then I see what's going on. I've learned to say, the scans are here to show us what God is doing in my body. I've learned not to say, God is healing me because I'm doing all the right things, or God is not healing me because 
I'm not, I don't have enough faith or I'm not doing all the right things. I've learned to leave that because out and just say, God is healing me. Or God is not healing me right now. And just let it rest at that. I actually got caught many times, several times, in putting my hope in the medical science and the treatment. Uh, Larry never did. No matter what the treatment was, no matter what the scans showed, Larry always said, it is God who has at work in your body. God is the one who will heal you. Bill John walked by our side, is walking by our side in the midst of all of this. He never got caught in the medicine or the science either, even though he knows it really well. And he has a lot of faith in the medicine, but he also has the wisdom of God. He would say, we never know about cancer, but we do know God. He would share statistics and then he would say, but prayer can override all those statistics. And he also told me one time, he said, these things don't usually go like this. God's hand is on you. Uh, those things were always very encouraging to me. I wanted to share um, four things that were hard for me, but were also good for me. First thing was facing death. When you get a cancer diagnosis, you also get some numbers like three years or uh, this percent or that percent. And those things were so hard for me because if, if you say, you know, there's a five-year survival rate with this medication, I was thinking of grandchildren, how old they would be in five years. I was thinking, I don't want to be sick. I don't want to be weak. I don't want to suffer. I don't want to be so dependent. I don't want to have to say goodbye to the people that I love. So facing death was hard, but facing death was also good because it showed me that I really am at peace with God. I believe God has prepared me in my life. I know that he has cared for me I know that he is sovereign. I don't have any doubt about those things. Um, I, let's see. Oh, I really learned to think of cancer as sort of like a flat tire. It stops you in your tracks. You have to deal with it. God can help you. Um, I learned to surrender in those times. I remember one time um, I was gonna write a song about things I know about God and it was gonna begin, I know, and I was gonna list off all the things I knew about God, but God changed my words and he said, he told me to sing, I know that you know me and that's all I need to know. I um, have come up with four goals, or these keep cycling through my life as I've thought about dying. Um, I want to finish our family scrapbook or keep it up to date. You can never finish such a thing. 
I want to write a calendar or make a calendar, one of those flip calendars. Catherine has been encouraging me to do this for years, um, taking things out of my journal, things that people have shared with me, scriptures that have meant a lot to me, and put 365 of them together for a yearly flip calendar that I can pass to my family or to whoever would care to read it. The, another goal is that I'm gonna spend all my money before I die. Larry's all right on, right in line with that goal too. He's working on it as well. And um, we just wanna bless people with our money, do things with our money that um, would, you know, set us up for these last years and would help us all live well and not worry about money. I also, fourth goal, I'm gonna eat whatever I wanna eat and not worry about that because I don't care what weight I am. I'm just gonna not have that one on the front of my mind like it has been for so long in my life. So number one, facing death has been hard, but it's also been very good. Number two, the treatments have been hard. Uh, for 12 months, I was sick for half my life. A week and a half sick, a week and a half feeling pretty good. Every three weeks back for another treatment, lots of fatigue. But I'm also, I've also been grateful for those treatments because they've slowed me down. They've given me time to reflect, time to sit, time to pray, time to write in my journal and read my old journals about the faithfulness of God. Number three, another thing that was difficult was caring for Larry because he was also sick during those times and caring for his mother. And um, I didn't really have the luxury of just staying in bed all day. Uh, and it gave me a routine. It made me get up, a reason to get up, and kept me moving, which was really good. So the, the caring for him and his mom was difficult, but it was also really good. Number four, one thing that was hard was that I felt very weak as a member of the body of Christ. I felt like I wasn't giving, I was constantly needing, constantly receiving. Um, so that was hard for me, a doer. Uh, the good part was that I learned that my identity is not in being productive or in what I can contribute. Matt Henderson shared with me one time that I have not been set aside. He actually said, you and Larry have not been set aside in the body of Christ. You are loved and valued. That was really encouraging for me to hear. So how am I now? I am on two drugs instead of four. I get those by infusion every three weeks and hopefully they are going to strengthen my body and contain the cancer. The side effects are very minimal and so I don't feel sick anymore. In fact, I feel stronger. I'm getting my strength back. I'm in physical therapy. I'm re-entering um, life in the body. I um, still need to rest. I still get fatigued, but who knows? Part of that's my age as well as um, the cancer. So one of the drugs I'm on is Keytruda. And um, both Bill and my doctor said that um, having a good result from that drug and people that are having a good result from that drug have a good survival rate of five years. 
Uh, of course, we all believe that prayer and the Lord can beat that. Um, my doctor said with this one five millimeter nodule, if it remains the same after a year, she'll call me in remission. And that will probably be the end of the cancer. A friend of mine asked me if I was going to testify that I am completely healed. To answer that question, I go back to the scan in December of 2021 when I had the nodules in both my lungs, which was probably the hardest time for me because it felt like a huge setback. I had to go back into chemo. Um, it was one of those roller coaster things where I'm dying. God actually shared with me and said that I'm already healed. I was healed because of what Jesus did on the cross. I was healed years ago when I received that healing and that salvation in my life. So God told me to say, I'm already healed. I'm already completely healed. So my friend, Debbie, who asked if I was going to testify that I am completely healed, yes. But it has really nothing to do with cancer. Cancer just helped me realize that I am completely healed. And I was going to read um, a psalm, but I'm recording this on my phone, so I can't find the psalm to read it, but y'all are welcome to look it up. It's Psalm 71, 17, and 18, and it talks about the goodness of God that I have learned through my life and that I will declare it to the next generations now that I am old. So look it up, read it, Psalms 70, 71, 17, and 18. We thank the Lord for blessing us every day. Amen.